0: or do something a little more
1: epic
0: and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
2: All right, welcome to Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Playoff Playoff Edition. Last week was the Playoff Edition. Now it's the Semi-Final Playoff Make Your Money Edition. Get to the championship and this is it for us, our final show of the season. We're taping it earlier in the day. It's playing tonight uh, right, be, well, right in the middle of Thursday night football. At this point, Jacksonville, New York, the New York Jets. Uh, but this is it for us. It's a sad, bittersweet ending. Hopefully, everyone's going to make some money, uh, and you're going to be fine and good to go. But it is Zach of the Nose, so i got to bring in my partner in crime, the Nose himself, at Spencer Nose. On Twitter, N-O-S-E. Nosey, welcome to Money Week. I like to call this Money Week because you're either in or you're out after this week to getting that money.
3: I always say every year we've been doing this for eight years, Zach. I'm like, this is the week. Okay, next week is the championship, but it's not the week. This is the week because when you get to the championship, I just feel like I know you'll be tense and you'll be watching with the intensity. But at that point, I just feel like you let the chips, you know, fall however they fall and you made it there, and just hopefully the great things happen to you. But it's this is the week, okay? Get to the finals, and I am here for it. It's been a wild ride this season, i got to be honest with you. And let me say, last week was as wild as a fantasy week could get. The highs, the lows. Zach, I am not going to lie to you. I had to check myself multiple times because I had to say, Spencer... This is just fantasy football. Relax. When Jonathan Taylor goes down on his first play, and he's my player, and I've struggled with him, and I say all week, you know what? It doesn't matter. I fought through this season. I got here. Jonathan Taylor, you've been terrible so far, but you're going to make up for it. I know you're going to break that 60-yarder for me. And that first play, he gets dragged down, and I see him limping to the sideline. It's just so heartbreaking. But at the end of the day, you have to just take a deep breath and just say it's fantasy football. Relax. It's about having fun. It's easier said than done. But man, last week, there were a lot of things that happened. We're going to go over them. And, uh, you know, the theme of the show, I guess, is not how I wanted to end it. But Hurts so bad, Zach. Oh, no. The big news coming into this week is that Jalen Hurts. The number one player, probably the number one fan of our show, the top three quarterback from last week because of the three rushing touchdowns and dropping a 40 for you in your quarterfinals has been named out. And here we oh. are. Why fantasy football is such a roller coaster and why there's so many highs and lows. But to get to that last second where you can call yourself a champion. For those Jalen Hurts owners, it's not going to be that easy. But we're here. We're here to tell you what to do. We're going to discuss it right now. And I'm just going to jump right in, man, because we're going to discuss what the week that was. But by now, you probably picked up Gardner Minshew, hoping that you had just the backup in case Jalen Hurts is gone. And I'm here to tell you, I really like Gardner Minshew as his backup, okay? So unless you have somebody like a Trevor Lawrence on your bench that's been blowing up and this player that I know is playing right now, but, uh, you know, the bottom line is this. One of the best backups in football is Gardner Minshew because he is a true gunslinger and a guy who will forget to play. That happened before, so if he throws a bad interception, he's not going to be timid. He's still going to gun throw it. He reminds me a little bit of a Ryan Fitzpatrick where, again, just not afraid to toss it. And he still has the best weapons in the NFL in A.J. Brown and Devonta Smith with Go Dirt as his tight end and with a really nice backfield of Miles Sanders, Kenneth Gainwell, and Boston Scott. So... The first question that I know everybody's going to gut into is, do we start Gardner Minshew in lieu of Jalen Hurts? And I'm here to say I am totally okay with it. And yes, if that is your best option, give him a go. It's obviously really bad luck because he's not going. They were always saying, it, Scott Hansen on the red zone, the most unstoppable play in the NFL this year was the Jalen Hurts one-yard right. plunge. How many one-yard touchdowns? Well, he got a few of them last week. He had three in total, including that awesome 30-yard rush right up the gut. All of these incredible plays are simply not going to happen for you this week. But could Gardner Minshew be a guy who gets you 20 to 25 fantasy points? I believe so. Yeah,
2: this this what a week for Jonathan Taylor and Jalen Hurts not to be available as you're getting into the semifinal. It stinks for so many people out there. But like you said... That's why we play fantasy football, to get the other guy to find that backup, to find that diamond in the rough. And if Gardner Minshew ends up being the savior for somebody's fantasy football team, boy, oh boy, would that be a hell of a way to end this fantasy football year.
3: Oh, yeah, there's just amazing stories throughout the years of just survive and advance David Gerrard one year I remember for the Jacksonville Jaguars and I think I mean I might butcher but Michael McMahon for the Eagles like bad bad players have to step up sometimes and in these weeks to get the job done and make you a champion so I'm here to tell you let's not be discouraged we have a fresh slate of games anything can happen so the hurt so good is one of the big big killers so many Zach So many teams, trust me, I knows, have Jalen Hurts, in their semis, on a bye. They didn't even have him last week because they were relaxing because that's how good he was that they were on a bye week. And now you're starting off your fantasy uh, playoffs with possibly Gardner Minshew or your or your backup. But just to give you an idea, Zach, and I don't want to harp on this too long, someone like Gardner Minshew, I like more than Aaron Rodgers. That's simple. I like him more than Tom Brady. That's the type of weapons, that's the type of offense that they have. And they have an offensive coach who's going to believe in Minshew and they're going to let it rip. So uh, I, I've beaten this one to a pulp right now, but give him a go. G- give Gardner Minshew a chance. That's, that's the message right now early in here.
2: All right, Nosy. Also, I got to ask you this because we got a lot of fans out there, but it looks like somebody made a song for us. Do you know who, sa- who made this? I, I, can you tell me, please?
3: Absolutely. Uh, led by the genius Ian Yobo-Mizel. Jeremy Slansky and Heath Levine, huge fans of the show, from New York nonetheless, decided to give us what I would like to say our first theme song, Zack in the Nose, in the Toes. I love it. Thank you, gentlemen. I know you put a lot of work into that, and we really appreciate it the show here.
2: Alright, so let's get to it. Let me see if I can play. Let me see if I can do this for you right now. Whacking the
4: toes, Zack in the nose. Greatest of shows,
1: Zack
0: and the nose. Fantasy flows, Zack and the nose. the shows for Zack and the and the nose. Greatest Zack and the Zack and the nose. Zack and Zack and the
2: nose. Wow. We have a theme song. We do. We became famous. We have a theme song. I can't believe it. I really can't believe it at this point. All right, so listen. This is what we're going to do here. We're going to go through the entire NFL slate of games with you uh, for the next couple segments because we need to get to it. We want to get to it. We need to get you all the information. Forget about the week that was and observations and all that stuff. We're doing a whole jumbo segment for you, right? Oh, two segments. Coming up for you right now. We're going to take a break. at Zach on the Nose. Fantasy football show. How about our theme song? you got to love it. We're back right after this.
0: Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
4: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
2: All right, back here on Zack and the Nose Fantasy Football Show brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. Listen, it's money weeks, playoff weeks. We got to get all the information out there. And what we've been doing the last couple weeks here is going through the NFL schedule. Nose is going to break down both teams Players he loves, players he doesn't love. It's kind of like the sniff test, except we're going through the entire NFL slate. And obviously not Thursday Night Football because it's going on right now. And uh, that would be cheating if we started telling you who was doing good or bad during this because that would be legit cheating. So we're not going to cheat there. We're going to go through everything here. Nosey, you ready to go on this? You excited?
3: This is it. I mean, we're here. It's the semifinals, and I'm ready to rock this. Let's go game by game. Make sure you guys are educated on at least what I believe Every player from every gay game that is significant. So uh, we're going to break it down for you. Let's go for it, buddy. All
2: right, let's go in right now. Let's start with the one o'clock matchups on Saturday, Christmas Eve. Buffalo at the Bears. Nosey, what do you like? What do you don't like here?
3: Well, obviously you're starting Josh Allen, so we're going to start with Buffalo. Okay, but the big issue is right now is the running back situation there. Uh, Chicago's ranked, Zach, 27th against the pass. Ooh. Excuse me, against the run. Against the run. And therefore, so the question, though, is, you know, who's the running back to start for Buffalo? And the answer to me in this week is nobody, okay? They're distributing the ball equally amongst their current running backs. One day it's James Cook. One day it's Devin Singletary. I don't trust the situation at all. So that being said, I am going to tell you to bench all Buffalo running backs, although they might have themselves a good matchup. Because it's simply put, again, we don't know who's going to be the featured back there. And at this point, again, it is too risky. We're all This whole show is going to be about risk management, okay? You don't want to put it in somebody who's going to get you five or less fantasy points. And either of those Buffalo Bills guys, you know, one can step up and score a touchdown for sure. But overall, you don't know who, and I don't trust it. On terms of uh, the wide receivers, I'm still starting Gabe Davis. Okay, it's one of those players that is either going to be a hit or miss guy. Chicago is right in the middle of the road in terms of uh, you know pass defense; they're 15th. But Gabe Davis, uh, again, I always say he's the toughest one of the toughest guys to say do you start or not. And it's the, always the feeling when you don't start a Gabe Davis. That's when he gives you that huge touchdown. Four touchdowns, so, right? Yeah. So if you have other options that are tasty, let's go over. You know, you obviously always tweet at me. at Spencer knows I'm answering everything this week. But that being said, I'm starting Gabe Davis. I'm starting Stefan Diggs, obviously, and now Knox, the tight end. Over Dawson Knox for the last few weeks is getting targets. He's getting his share, and I have no problem with you starting him as well. On the other side of the ball, Zach, it's pretty simple. This is Justin Fields. This is Montgomery, and that's it. That was the advice that was given last week, and that was good advice because both of them got theirs, and nobody else on that Chicago Bears team is getting a start in your semifinals
2: yeah Justin Fields man what a what a fantasy football player he has been this year we're going to talk a lot more about that maybe when we do something over the summer and a little recap show we'll see what ends up happening uh there as well the Saints at the Browns what do you like here
3: yeah I don't like a lot of it I gotta be honest with you the Browns are the hardest to read right now because we don't know which Des- Sean Watson <laughs> we're getting okay last week Nick Chubb had a brutally hard matchup But he's still got his volume, and he's still got his yards. He didn't score, but he still is Nick Chubb. So you are starting him. That's a no-brainer. That's a must against the New Orleans Saints, ranked 23rd against the Rush. Don't think about that there. But Kareem Hunt is somebody I'm not starting, Zach. So very simply put, in the running backs on Cleveland, I am not starting Kareem Hunt. But, of course, we're starting Nick Chubb. Then it gets a little bit more dicey, okay? It, it's, it's in going into the pass. New Orleans is very strong against the past 7th ranked. So, look, Deshaun Watson is a very risky start. You know, if you had someone, and we're going to talk about it, and we've already talked about it, Jalen Hurts is, is a player that is now not playing. And so if someone like Deshaun Watson was your backup, okay, I understand why you're giving him a shot, but I am personally not... A big fan of starting him this week. I'm not a big fan of Donovan Peoples Jones, but if you have to start Amari Cooper, I understand he's Amari Cooper. And if there's anybody who's going to have a big game there, it's him. And let's keep an eye on David Njoku. If starting, totally startable for you based on how lack of depth the tight end position is. Well, on the other side, so- yeah, on the other no, side, I didn't mean to
2: cut you off. Though. That was a, you're a exact, cutting me exact off. mess up there. Yeah, God,
3: Yeah, well, it happens. We haven't been doing this for eight years together, and you, uh, you, know, you haven't our cut first me off ever. It's our
2: first show, right. It's our first show.
3: <laughs> on, the other, on the other side of the ball, look, at you, the one player I want to – Chris Olave, first of all, keep an eye on him. Right now, currently hurt, misses practice. Again, our show is – we have three or four days until they play. Excuse me, it's now two to three days. Um, keep an eye on him if, obviously, he's not starting. It's a, definitely a big problem. But the only player uh, that we really want to discuss, Kamara, you're starting him. No doubt, you've come this far, you're not benching him, that's being too cute. The question is, is are you starting Taysom Hill or not? Right. That's the question. My answer is, wow, did you see him last week throw a 65 yard touchdown? Not bad for your tight end. Unbelievable. Uh, Always a risk-reward situation, but as the weather gets cold in Cleveland, he's the type of guy who's going to run this week. He's going to run from some hard yards, and he's going to throw the ball once or twice. So, uh, it's a risky situation. But I'm a you know a boom bang you know I'm like that boom bus guy I'm the boom guy I'm gonna say give him a role again unless you have one of those top notch players right right
2: yeah Taysom Hill's been what a what a question mark there for him the last couple of weeks too uh, good if you've been starting him too but man he's been on my bench I missed that touchdown I started the week before that didn't have much going there as well Houston and Tennessee is this the mud game of the week or what
3: this is awful oh. I mean Ryan Tannehill is out. Okay, Malik Willis is now coming in. The only intriguing thing about this is, Houston has the dead worst rush defense in the NFL. Number 32. Okay, and on top of that, Derrick Henry's last four games against Houston are some of the largest games that running backs could have in their entire career. And he's had it four consecutive times. And oh, let me repeat it. They're the worst team in the nfl in the rush defense the titans really need to win this game to stay alive this is going to be the derrick henry show if you have derrick henry my god it should be 130 yards and two touchdowns that's what it should be and uh you know for myself i'm praying for it because zach i really have him (laughs) and and i need it uh other than that you cannot trust anybody catching the ball in Tennessee right now. Malik Willis is not a throwing uh, a, a thrower of the football. And yes, he could run against a very bad rush defense, but you're not starting him either. So I'm going to make this very clean and very simple. Yeah. You're starting Derrick Henry from Tennessee and only from Tennessee. Right. And the only other player you could start, and we discussed it, is the Tennessee defense. Because Houston's offense has got themselves on a... A rotation oh. of Mills and Driscoll, for all you Gator fans out there, as they, they are doing a one-two punch. We haven't seen this in the NFL. I can't even remember the last time. I'm not going to even make it up. But the uh, the bottom line is I don't trust Houston's uh, offense. I don't trust anybody there. Damian Pierce is out. Now, I know they've had a few uh, – this, this kid Moore, who's had a few good games. If you want to start Moore, the wide receiver in this situation – um, it's risky, but guess who's worst, the worst in the NFL against the pass, number 32? Who is The it? Tennessee Titans. Ah. So there is an opportunity here for you to start more the wide receiver for Houston, but to be very clear, it is extremely risky to do, and I personally would not do it based on the fact of who those uh, quarterbacks are, and we've come this far, and we do not want to uh, take a risk where we're getting somebody with a six fantasy or below. So for me, the bottom line is, I'm starting no Houston players. So it's either in this game, Derrick Henry or Tennessee defense, and that's it.
2: I like that. All right, Seattle at Kansas City, a surprisingly good fantasy game here with a lot of, uh, I think, tasty little uh, ingredients to it.
3: It, it sure is. It's extremely tasty, and uh, it has to be discussed. Jarek McKinnon is now become an absolute must-start in fantasy. He has become the go-to player that Patrick Mahomes throws the ball to out of the backfield, and they have plays set up for him where he just keeps scoring touchdowns. And this is a great matchup. They are at home. In general, the Seattle defense is pretty terrible. Uh, they are 31st against the rush. So McKennan, you're in. The Isaiah Pacheco, you are in. And you're obviously starting Kelsey. You're starting Mahomes. And uh, outside of that, any other receivers, whether it's FVS, Juju, uh, you know, any of those guys that are coming back, it's a little bit risky because he does spread the ball so much around. But Uh, As you know, if there's ever a time to bet on anybody, I'm always betting on Pat Mahomes. So get your offensive starters in there for KC. Uh, They won't fail you in what is a really good matchup. Uh, On the other side of the ball, it's a lot tougher. Geno Smith, in, in bitter cold weather, he doesn't have Tyler Lockett. So it's going to be a whole lot of DK Metcalf. I do like... The, the, I do like the DK Metcalf. He's a must start at this point. He's going to get the, a lot more targets. Again, lock it out. More targets for Metcalf. Uh, but it's the running back situation that I really want to discuss here. As of today, Kenny Walker, Skywalker, is not practicing. He is a extremely risky play as it stands today. If he is given the full-blown go green light, I understand if you're starting him. He's been that good all year, and he is a big, if not huge, chunk of that offense. So, again, if Kenny Walker is full-blown go, I'm starting him. Geno Smith, I'm a little scared of. DK Metcalf, I'm starting. And as a flyer, Noah Fant is a flyer tight end that is being picked up this week because you know Casey's going to score. That means you know Geno Smith's going to have to throw the ball. And so who's the next best pass catcher on that team? Some might argue it's Marquise Goodwin. Right. I'm going to go with Noah, Noah Fant on that
2: one. Yeah, Noah Fant. How about that right there from the trade? Uh, the New York football giants and the
3: Minnesota Vikings. What do you like here? I can't believe I'm saying it, but I like Daniel Jones this week. Oh. The matchup is absolutely beautiful. Uh, Minnesota's 31st against the past. Yeah, that's second worst in the NFL against the past. If there's going to be an ever going to be a time where you could start Daniel Jones and he could throw it to Darius Slayton. Yes, it's risky, but we are at times right now where we discussed it in our first segment. There's just injuries galore, and we are now at a time where it is getting scrappy, and you have to make tough decisions. Well, what we need to do is use the information out there to give ourselves the best chance. The bottom line is this. Minnesota can't stop Anybody, Man, he they even made Matt Ryan look okay in that first half last week. So, uh, at the end of the day, Daniel Jones to Darius Slayton is a combination that in DFS, if you still are getting that action, I like. And I don't mind Daniel Jones as a QB2 or in a super flex. And Darius Slayton is a player as a wide receiver 3 or a flex. And then, obviously, we're starting Saquon Barkley. And for those who got here, you just pray he does it all because... What a special player. He's been great all year. Uh, I'm knocking on wood. He stayed healthy, and here you are in your semifinals, and uh, you give him a go no matter what. So that's the Giants. And on the other side of the ball, it's pretty simple. Davin Cook, you're in. Cousins, after a 460-yard game, if he's your quarterback, you're in. Justin Jefferson, you're in. But then it comes down to uh, week in and week out. Do I start? I got a feeling. That tonight's going to be a good night. Yeah, we're going to sing for our last show, ladies and gentlemen. There's no doubt about it. That is your risky player. Does Thielen get a goal, excuse me, a, a red zone target and score a touchdown? Sure. It's quite possible. Uh, they are definitely uh, susceptible. You know, Let's just say this. Thielen is a decision that, again, please tweet at me. At Spencer knows he's not an easy decision. He's one of those 50-50 guys. So I'd like to go over it. But if you're putting it in your lineup, again, at home, weather is going to be crazy this weekend. Another theme of this show, Minnesota plays inside. Weather is a non-issue in this game, which means something right now.
2: All right, so that's a good one there. Cincinnati at New England. Interesting one there. New England defense and that Cincinnati offense. What do you like there?
3: Well, New England's defense is fire. They've been really good. They're a really good attacking team. But that being said, there's somebody else on the other side, and that's Jersey Joe Burrow. That's right. And this is where we the theme is: we don't get we don't, we're not getting cute. Okay, you're starting Jersey Joe. You're starting Jersey Joe Mixon. That's Double Joe's. You're starting T Higgins, and we're obviously starting Jamar Chase, and that's it. Oil Camboy to me, could be benched. It's too risky of a play. But that's it, no matter how hard of a matchup it is. And being in New England in that bitter cold, it's not pretty. It's going to be cold. That's in uh, Foxborough, and that's going to be one of those grimy games. But you don't, you know, unless there's some blizzards, and we don't know the exact storms right now on a Thursday, but unless there's some crazy blizzards going on, you're starting your Bengals, period, end of sentence. But now on the other side of it. I have one player, Zach. You're starting on New England, and his name is <clears throat>, Ramondre <laughs> Stevenson. Yeah I, yeah, I call him something different. I call him so What do different. you call him?
2: Jumanji Stevenson. Yeah,
3: <laughs> I've never heard of that one come from right. you. Yeah, no, not the me. Jum- now the Jumanji is a is a must start this week. Stevenson is uh, what? Now he is advertised. I'm really excited to sc- discuss him next week. But last week, coming out of an injury, we didn't know if he was going to even play. And that guy broke multiple long plays. Huge game. So, Ramon J. Stevenson in a cold-weather game against Cincinnati, absolute no-brainer for me. Other than that, though, I don't trust Mac Jones throwing it to any of his players. I'm benching Myers. I'm benching all pass catchers from New England.
2: All right, two more 1 o'clock games, and we'll take a break here. Detroit at Carolina. What do you like here? I look at this game in the beginning of the season and go, what a mud, dirt, ugh, game. It's got a little uh, interest in it this week.
3: It sure does. Uh, So this is where it gets a little confusing. And by confusing, I mean do we start Carolina players, okay? I will start with this. I don't don't trust the running back situation there, Zach, at all. I am not starting Foreman. And I'm not stubbing Chubba Hubba Bubba. I'm not starting either of them. It's a game-by-game disaster, if you would. Last week, Foreman, I don't think, got two fantasy points for his owners. Where Chubba Hubba had a good game. But then the week before that, Foreman had over 20 carries and over 100 yards. The bottom line is this. I don't trust the situation, even though it's a great matchup. Detroit is terrible against the pass and the rush. But... We just don't know which player it is going to be on Carolina. And if I had to bet, because if I had to give you a player, I'm actually leaning Chubba Hubba over Foreman this week. But I am recommending benching both if you have that liberty. But the one player we are starting is DJ Moore. Right. We are starting DJ Moore. Detroit is 30th against the pass. Look, I don't trust Darnold. He's just, at this point, a game manager. He, I can't... Tell you the last time he had a uh, 300-yard game with two plus touchdowns, it's probably not going to happen. College. So there you go. He was probably at yeah USC. That being said, DJ Moore is a player I am starting in all fantasy leagues based on the matchup. But I am not going to start Darnold. I can't do it. Won't do it. Refuse to do it. Even in a two-quarterback league, super flex league. I know the matchup is amazingly tasty. I am passing on him. So the player, one player, one player from that team I'm starting, DJ Moore.
2: That's it. All right, so what about the other side there with the uh, Lions?
3: Man, it's been my ba- biggest pleasure to say I was, you know, this was not a nosebleed. This was straight uh, nose candy. That would, would. That's what it was all year. Going into the season, we discussed on this show, we said it's going to be a different year. Detroit's going to have a big offensive uh, year, and we have been right. Uh, Amon Ross-St. Brown is a must-start. Uh, Jared Goff in a two-quarterback system, I like a lot. That Detroit offensive line is still holding up. The problem is, though, right now, Jamal Williams hasn't found the end zone in a few weeks, and Swift and him are, are splitting time. That is still a very tough decision to make. Uh, Carolina, to give you an idea, is 22nd against the rush. That's not that great. So if you're in a place where Jamal Williams and DeAndre Swift are players that you have to start based on your current roster, I'm okay with it. I love this offense. I just hope your player gets into, the offen- gets into the end zone at the end of the day. The one player who I do believe will score a touchdown between the two of them is still Jamal Williams. I think he's due. He had a touchdown last week that was taken back by a penalty that many of you may not know of. Uh, so overall, I would start Swift and Williams. If I had to pick one between the two of them, I'm going with Jamal Williams.
2: All right, last of the 1 o'clock, Slate, Atlanta at Baltimore. What do you like there?
3: On Atlanta side of it, um, this is definitely a difficult one because if there's anybody I'm starting on Atlanta, it would be the new running back that took that reins, which is Algiers. But – Baltimore is number three against the rush. So I don't like him because they do use Patterson still. He was the one who got one of the rushing touchdowns. So it's extremely risky to start one of those Atlanta running backs. If I were to start one of them, if you had both, it would be Algiers. But really, if you were going to go and make a big play here, the one player that has some type of potential is Drake London out of all the players. Baltimore, 25th against the pass. Now, that means you have to trust ride or die, okay? That's how we're going to go. Rider uh, or Ritter, as I've been told that, you know, I got made fun of last Ritter week.
2: Ritter or die. I like that. You could do that. Ritter or Ritter, die. Right. You know,
3: I don't trust me. I don't trust him, okay? But he gave Drake London a lot of looks last week. It was something that uh, could be looked at and say, do I want to take a risk? And do we think that London is going to uh, make a play? Does he have a shot of scoring a touchdown? And my answer is yes. Look, Zach, he had 11 targets last week, Drake London. Seven catches for 70 yards. That's not bad, okay? That's 14 fantasy in a PPR league. Is he going to do it again in Baltimore in that type of cold weather? It's a very big risk. So, at the end of the day, I don't love any of the Atlanta running backs. If I were to start one, it's Algiers. And if I'm going to go for a big boom-bust type of play... Drake London would be the wide receiver I chose for Atlanta.
2: All right. What about the other side in Baltimore? What do you like her love there? Give me 60 seconds worth.
3: I, I wish I could. We don't have the information as of right now. As you know, we're taping the show in the morning. I'm really hoping he practices. Let me tell you something. <laughs> I really, and Big Scotty really need Lamar Jackson to play this week, okay? Where I'm in a few leagues where he is my quarterback. Sadly, I'm expecting him not to play, and that will dampen just about everybody. Mark Andrews being the number one player who takes a beating here. You know, Started out the top tight end with with, with Kelsey, and now nowhere to be found since Huntley has been the quarterback. So, uh, probably you have no other better options, so just pray that this is Andrews' week. At the running back position, though, I really like J.K. Dobbins. I really do. So, Dobbins, at this point, he got back in. He got back in the lineup. He's producing. He's getting the volume. So, uh, if you're starting Dobbins, no problem with it whatsoever. Give him a roll. Uh, Atlanta's 21st against the Rush. So, it's actually a good setup. In terms of wide receivers, we're starting absolutely nobody for Baltimore. So, it, to wrap up the Baltimore situation, Pray for Mark Andrews, and give J.K. Dobbins a go.
2: All right, those are the 1 o'clock slate of games. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back, go through the three, 2, four o'clock games, Sunday Night Football, the triple header on Christmas Day, and, of course, Monday Night Football. This is Zach of the Nose Fantasy Football Show brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. we are take a break. We're back right after this.
0: Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. If your day sounds like...
3: We need the report ASAP.
2: You deserve Modelo. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich
0: golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame, Tourist, tour.
2: you deserve this ice cold reward. Modelo, remarkable fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port Chicago, Illinois. All right, back here and going through the entire NFL slate of games. at Zack of the Nose Fantasy Football Show brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. We gave you the 1 o'clock matchup so far coming up on Saturday. It's so weird to say that, the Saturday slate of games, but that's where we're at right now. So, Nosey, let's get to that. Two 4 o'clock slate games on Saturday and Saturday night football. Let's start with Washington and San Francisco. Nosey, what do you like? What do you not like here?
3: Okay. Yeah, this is a tough one, and I I might have a controversial call here, but we are not starting any Washington running backs. I'll start there. So Robinson or Gibson are going against the 49ers rush defense. The 49ers rush defense ranks number one in uh, the NFL. Okay, so what does that mean? That means they're giving up 74 rush yards a game. The number two best rush defense is the Titans giving up 81. Okay, to give you an idea, the worst is the Houston Texans at 167. So, my point of the story is this, and we've seen this as Dolphin fans, we saw (laughs) this. The San Francisco 49ers defense with Nick Bosa leading the charge is flat out one of the nastiest rush defenses we have seen in the NFL in years. So, why are we starting Robinson or Gibson when we know they're going to get shut right, down? Right. They are. And I know that one of them might be your best option because of how ugly your lineups look. Rosters get ugly right now. You know, Damian Pierce being out, there's just always players that are hurt. You know, the Carolina situation now that we're saying we can't start them, I don't care. Figure out a better option. Brian Robinson and Antonio Gibson have the most brutal matchups, and I recommend benching them. You're not starting, uh, starting the Heineken man as well, okay? We we know that. But you're going to start Scary Terry. Right, right. He, st- he, was, he's, he was a top 10 wide receiver all year. Uh, against the past, the Niners are around 13th. So they're right in the middle of the pack they're not one of the, you know, they're not the Philadelphia Eagles who are stopping everybody in the air. So if there's just one player, that would be scary Terry from Washington.
2: All right, San Francisco 49ers, what do you like there?
3: Man, I can't believe we're at the point where everyone's asking me about Purdy, right? Like, can I start this guy? And uh, my answer to this is no, okay? The Washington Commanders are eighth ranked against the pass. Purdy's been very good. But at the end of the day, he doesn't have Debo Samuel, okay? And George Kittle had that most ridiculous game. Fantasy owners, we went over in the first segment. What a pleasure that they got that Kittle game. It was the one time he did it all year, and I'm not expecting him to do it again. So the question then remains is, what's going to that San Francisco offense look like? And that's pretty simple. That's Christian McCaffrey. C-N-C. He's dynamite. That's the one you're starting. I think Ayuk is too um, risky, and obviously you're starting Kittle. That's You're going to do it, but there's very un- unlikely he's going to be breaking 55-yard touchdowns right. again this week. Right. So, at the end of the day, uh, Purdy, if you have to start him as a, as a super flex, because that's your best option, okay. They're at home in San Fran, by the way, which will still be cold and windy, but it's not going to be like the weather that's going to be out in the Northeast. Uh, So, being very clear, this is Christian McCaffrey's game. You're starting George Kittle, and anybody else you start on that offense is extremely risky, and you better know that going into the game.
2: All right, Eagles going to Dallas. What do you like there?
3: Oh, my God. This is the game that everyone's going to talk about. This is the game that has the most fantasy uh, implications in your Week 16 semifinals, and we discussed it in the first segment. Hurt so bad, baby. Oh, does it hurt so bad? He has been officially named. uh, He's been officially out, which is the right call for the Eagles, the team. But that means Gardner Minshew is the man. And I know we discussed it, but we're going to discuss it again. I like Minshew. I do. I like him. You know why I like him? Because he's a gunslinger. He's got a short memory. Will he throw an interception or two against that really good Dallas defense? Yes, he will. But does he have... The best talent to throw the ball to in A.J. Brown, Devonta Smith. Yes, he does. Dirts back. So it's a really risky play. But if you had Jalen Hurts and you picked up Minshew, I have no problem with you starting him. He's going to air it out. It's not going to be a conservative game. And, uh, yeah, I'm giving those guys all a go. Miles Sanders must start. Dirt if he's your guy, start and start your two wide receivers. He's probably one of the better backups in the NFL in terms of potential to keep that offense going in that direction. You're not going to get the one yard sneaks from Minshew; those are going to go down to Miles Sanders. Right. So Miles Sanders owners are definitely uh, feeling good about it. On the other side of the ball, yeah, the uh, you know the Eagles are number one against the pass defense. So you know maybe you're not starting Noah Brown and maybe you're start not starting Michael Gallup, but you are. Definitely starting number 88 over there, okay? You give him a go. It's obvious. And uh, you're going to start your two number your your, stu- your two running backs, Pollard and Zeke. I have no problem with you starting both of them. So it's that simple. Uh, start your Dallas players. But for me, I'm leaving Brown and I'm leaving Gallup on the bench.
2: All right. Sunday or Saturday. Okay, I almost did it. Saturday night football, Las Vegas and Pittsburgh. What do you like or not like there?
3: No. God, I hate Derek Carr so much right now. Can I tell you about that? That that pick six, by the way. I hope somebody else is listening to me. I'm in a semifinals of one of my major leagues. I have Carr going against Devontae Adams, but I'm going against the Pats defense, and my week was within five in a millisecond. Not only did I lose two points for an interception to Derek Carr, but my opponent gets two points plus the touchdown. And it was the death of my season. So right now you're having me at a very emotional time. But I will leave the emotion out. This is very simple. You're starting uh, for sure Josh Jacobs. You're for sure starting Devontae Adams. And you are starting Darren Waller this week. Those are the players you're starting. Carr is one of those. I'll let you make that interpretation on your own. If you have to start him fine pittsburgh's uh pass defense 24th against the pass not so great but you know the moment you start car he could give you a really bad game just why right. so keep that in uh keep that in mind
2: what about for pittsburgh
3: on the other side that's kenny pickett's back uh, a lot of people might have to start him i don't mind the start okay oakland can't start you know excuse me las vegas can't stop anybody 26 against the pass so for me, I like Deontay Johnson still. He's getting, He got the targets last week. I think he's going to find the end zone in the most wild way. First touchdown of the year is going to be this week for him. I'm starting him. Uh, Najee Harris looks like he might be banged up. If he's out, the backup Warren could definitely be a player to go with. So start those players at your own risk. Watch the weather in Pittsburgh keep you know paying attention to that and that'll dictate a lot of your decisions.
2: All right, that's the slate on Saturday. Let's move to the triple header on Christmas Day and start Green Bay and the Dolphins here in Cold Miami. That's right, Cold Miami on Sunday. What do you like here? What do you don't like?
3: I love Radio Raheem Mostert going against the Green Bay Packers 29th rush defense. If Jeff Wilson is back, and I think it's leaning towards that he might be, I prefer Mostert. I think Wilson would be the change of pace. That being said, Green Bay is really good, Zach, against the pass, like number two in the entire NFL. Doesn't stop me. Don't care. At home, you're starting Tua, you're starting Waddle, and you're starting Tyreek Hill. And that's it you're going to go for it. If you have a really good quarterback outside of Tua, let's discuss it on, you know, social media. I'll help you out. But Tua got you here and those two wide receivers are both top 10 in the NFL in fantasy in life and we're starting our Dolphins in week 16, ladies and gentlemen.
2: What about Green Bay? Aaron Rodgers, anyone else?
3: Yeah, you're starting Aaron Jones. And uh, AJ Dillon, if he clears uh, the concussion protocol, I happen to like him as well. They're both completely good options. Outside of that, it's only Christian Watson for me, and I'm not starting Aaron Aaron uh, Rodgers. Excuse me. He, you know, he hasn't done anything in terms of fantasy this year. Uh, Christian Watson is the one player that I would trust in terms of a wide receiver there. Lazard, I'm not starting. I'm not starting Romeo Dobbs, so it's very clean. I like both the running backs for Green Bay. If you have to start one of the two, I'm starting Aaron Jones, and yeah, I'm giving Christian Watson a go. All
2: right, Denver and LA, the 430 matchup Christmas Day.
3: Yeah, the this is a tough one. Uh, for me, I'm leaving Latavius Murray on the bench. The rush defense for the Rams, even though uh, It looks like their best player is still going to be out. I'm going to say Murray is a very risky start. Uh, Outside of that, Jerry Judy is the only player that I'm going to go with. But he might be going against Ramsey, so I don't love him as well. I don't love anybody really in this entire matchup. Perfect. End it like that.
2: That's good enough for me. Yeah, I
3: don't. Cam Akers, I don't like anybody in this game if there's one guy jerry judy has proven to be the best pass catcher for denver all
2: right tampa bay and arizona give me a 60 second recap
3: okay i got 60 seconds for you here we are it's tom brady he's got to make the playoffs arizona 23rd against the pass not so good brady in Fournette, i like over white in godwin in evans in one last hurrah, Tom Brady. Those are guys that, you know, I know they've been bad. I know Mike Evans in particular has not gotten the job done. I'm not getting too cute. I'm starting those players at A- Arizona,
2: out who do you like there or don't like? Nobody. All right, Absolutely,
3: next. just the Terminator, James Conner. You know, McSorley's the quarterback, right? What do you do? Yes, you have to start DeAndre Hopkins. I get it. Don't expect a big game from him. I'm leaving Hollywood Brown on my bench. Again, McSorley is the quarterback there. What does that mean? I love Tampa defense. Right, right.
2: All right, Monday night, L.A. Chargers, Indianapolis Colts, finish us off.
3: Uh, do we know who the quarterback is? Is that Foles? Is Foles really the quarterback? He could When's be, When's the last yes. time that guy played? That being Philly's said, I think he's did- He's going to be better than Matt Ryan. Um, Very emotional for me because Jonathan Taylor situation. uh, If there was a running back there, I like Jackson more than Moss. But start at your own risk. The one player who I do like is still Michael Pittman Jr. Ten catches last week. I think Foles could still throw the ball. So Foles, uh, I would obviously not start. Michael Pittman Jr. is in. On the other side of the board, I'm starting all of my players. Eckler. You're playing. Michael Williams just got making it just increasing. He's playing. Start him. Palmer, start him. Keenan Allen, start him. And obviously Herbert, start him. We're going with all of our Chargers on Monday night football against the Colts. All
2: right. That'll do it for the entire slate from Saturday to Monday night. Take a deep breath. Nose, we're going to take a break. It's Zach of the Nose Fantasy Football Show brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. Like I said, we're going to be back right after
0: this.